Good morning. Loudon, as you know, has been working on a new comprehensive plan. This is the set of documents that will guide development in Loudon for the next few decades. And if you know Loudon, you know developments are a pretty big issue, and you know the next few decades are going to be too. Anyway, the first phase of that work wrapped up this week. For Thursday, July 12th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. One Take Studios presents a free dance party for the whole family Saturday, July 14th, located in Sterling at 22135 Davis Drive, Suite 108. Come dance the evening away with DJ Jenzek and have a good time with family and friends. Remember, this is a free event with free parking. It's at One Take Studios in Sterling, Saturday, July 14th. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. On Monday, the 26-member Stakeholders Committee that's been working for the past two years to write the first draft of Loudon's new comprehensive plan met for the last time. Next week, the Board of Supervisors will see that first draft for the first time. Then it goes to the Planning Commission, which is expected to work on it through the fall. Sometime in 2019, the Board of Supervisors is expected to adopt the 2040 Comprehensive Plan and Countywide Transportation Plan, collectively the Comprehensive Plan. It's only taking about twice as long as planned. When the stakeholders first got together in 2016, it was the beginning of what was going to be an 18-month process that would create a new vision for Loudoun community development over the next two decades. The plan was expected to build on the arrival of Metro's Silver Line with visions of new urban-scale developments and at the same time protect the rural countryside and agricultural business. It was going to do all this while also providing the jobs and housing for Loudoun's long-term needs. So. Does it do all that? For the most part, committee members aren't sure. In fact, it's not even clear whether the majority of them would vote to endorse everything in this draft. But at the wrap-up session on Monday, many of those same committee members expressed confidence about the direction the plan is heading. One of the most critical voices of this plan has been Al Van Hyke, who represents the Loudoun Preservation and Conservation Coalition on the Stakeholders Committee. He helped write the county's current comprehensive plan as a member of the Planning Commission back in 2001. Van Hyke said this new plan fails the basic test of a plan in that it does not give a clear vision for the future of the county, it doesn't have the teeth to manage growth, and it is devoid of the data analysis needed to understand the long-term impacts of what he called the plan's extensive and unmeasured growth proposals. But all that said, he was also optimistic about the plan going forward. Jim Bingle, who represents the Piedmont Environmental Council, said the work so far did a good job of getting the public involved, but said that input then didn't really show up enough in the plan. And Alta Jones, who represents the Rural Economic Development Council, said this plan is not visionary enough for her. But Michael Capretti of the Northern Virginia Building Industry Association said the plan does not reflect complaints that the Stakeholders Committee is too heavy on the development interests, of which he's won. And Packy Crown of the Northern Virginia Transportation Alliance said it doesn't have enough development in it, specifically homes. That includes finding ways to make them more affordable. 
This new plan, to give some context, is expected to lead to 8,700 more homes by 2040 than would be built under the current plan. But studies have found that the current plan will actually fall short by as many as 18,000 homes, although it must be said there is some controversy around those studies. As I said, now this goes to the Planning Commission for more work, and that's another chance for the public to stay involved. You can find a link to read the draft plan and the story on our website, so go to loudonnow.com slash morningminute to check out the whole story. In other news, three weeks after the mayors of Lovettsville and Middleburg stepped off the dais, those same towns are now looking for new senior town staff. Town managers Sam Fins in Lovettsville and town administrator Martha Sims in Middleburg are stepping down. Those are both the people in charge of the town staff answering directly to their respective town councils. Fins headed out on July 6th after seven months in the job. On this go-around, he has been an interim town manager on three different occasions, and this last time they finally convinced him to stay on full-time. But he said he would not sign a new contract now because after surgery and some treatments, he's realized he needs to focus more on his health. He's worked in local government since starting his career in Fairfax County in 1968. He was Lovettsville's fourth town manager, and he helped hire all three previous ones. The town council hopes to have someone on board by the end of August. In the meantime, assistant town manager Harriet West is filling in. Meanwhile, just a week before Finns' last day on the job, Martha Sims in Middleburg announced she would be retiring. She's been working in local government since 1977 and since then has been planning director for the towns of Leesburg and Percival, the community development manager for the county's Department of Economic Development, and Middleburg's town planner. She's been town administrator since 2010. In these past eight years, she's helped bring the Salamander Resort and Spa to town and complete a major traffic calming project on Route 50, among other things. She said her biggest contributions were helping to stabilize the historic Ashbury Church, building up the town's reserves, and helping shape up the town's finances. A teacher at Woodgrove High School is heading out to share her talents in India. Sarah Armel, who just wrapped up her third year as a reading resource teacher at Woodgrove, is traveling to Bangalore in southern India through a nonprofit called Limited Resource Teacher Training. Bangalore, a city with a population of more than $10 million, is in desperate need of professional training for teachers. Armel will be among 29 teachers from the U.S., Australia, and the United Kingdom on a four-week mission. They're going to go to four schools to give teachers some of that training. Of course, those classrooms won't look much like her classroom at Woodgrove. There's no technology, few textbooks, and one teacher for every 45 to 60 students. And the Leesburg Town Council has signed off on designs for the biggest transportation project in the town's history. They have unanimously backed a design for interchanges on the Route 15 Leesburg Bypass at Fort Evans Road and Edwards Ferry Road. It's one of the most congested areas of town and has some of the most difficult pedestrian crossings. And at $112 million, this is the most expensive transportation project in Leesburg history. It will elevate Route 15 over those two intersections and comes with better bicycle and pedestrian paths. The town first put this work into their plans four years ago. In government terms, it's moving along pretty quickly, which Capital Projects Manager Tom Brandon said is in large part because the town has won funding from both the Northern Virginia Transportation Authority and through the state's Regional Surface Transportation Program. Altogether, Leesburg has gotten $13.2 million from outside the town for this project. Now that they've decided on those interchanges in concept, the town will move into detailed engineering and design. There's no start date for construction, and there won't be until they can get all the money together. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. 
On today's Get Out Loud and Calendar, the Eat Loco Indoor Farmers Market is today from 3 to 7 p.m. and the Village at Leesburg. Swing by, pick up some coffee, fresh produce, and artisanal goods at the Indoor Marketplace. And the dynamic duo of Ben Townsend and Dakota Carper will be playing B Chord Brewing Company in Round Hill at 8 p.m. No cover charge, and the beer is great. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, plan comprehensively to tell your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, I will be out of town tomorrow, so there won't be a Friday Morning Minute, so I'll say it now. Have a great weekend, and have a great day. Ah!